Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margaret Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. Good evening, Iris. Always good to see you. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Always have a good time. And Absolutely. And uh, we're looking and seeing who's coming in. Um, Talk to us. Comment, guys, if you're watching us. Write something in the comments. Say hi. Hi, Angie. <laughs> hi, Randy. <laughs> Yay. Got a few more coming in. So, yeah, be sure to, to tell us. Um, my, hi, Deborah. Yes. Love seeing seeing y'all here and want to get some uh, rapport going. Hello, Tara. Hi, Tara. <laughs> what a day. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, and we're not done yet. It's going to be a little while. Yeah. yeah but that's it, all right. We expected this chess game. It's all right. Yeah. We're, whole, we're anchoring the light and we're keeping the peace. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going to distract you guys with some really cool information. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, uh, this is going to be a really cool show. And, um, and I say that because Margo has more brains behind it than I do. I, I get the <laughs> concept. Um, but she was the one that pointed it out to me and I was like, holy cow. Uh, really? <laughs> so, um, yeah, to, uh, and, and, Tonight's uh, topic is spelling, and um, and I don't have the full name right in front of me, of course. Modern modern manipulation, spelling modern manipulation, I think was the name of the show. Yes, uh, the yeah, and so um, what we're looking at is how the spelling actually um is used times and what it is and how it is used and giving examples of it and this actually has proven to be more of a um subliminal well it's subliminal but i'm also thinking there is so much to this topic yeah um, we're going to hit some stuff and then there'll be a part two. So yeah, um, we're actually going to do at fun. least two shows based on this concept. We found so much information. Yeah. yeah. So very exciting. Um, but we appreciate y'all being here and we want comments and we want suggestions and we want questions and all that good stuff. And yeah. so Margo, yes, <laughs> I'm going to let you, you take off with this. Thank you. Um, yeah. No problem. So as you guys know, our topic is based on spelling and typically the definitions of spelling that we're mostly familiar with uh, is there's two of them. There's, there's three definitions, but there's two that really apply to today's topic. And one of them is to break a word into its letters by stating the name of each letter. The other definition that's relevant to this is spelling also means to bind someone, such as a person or a deity, 
to a specific outcome, typically associated to magic. However, we know that magic is really just future technology that isn't widely present yet. So tonight we are speaking about the socio-emotional subconscious effects of spelling. And most people overlook that, which is why we're bringing it to your attention. There is a huge effect from the practice of spelling, even in day-to-day -day conversation that most of us are unaware of how very, very powerful it is. So in the beginning of my research to look into this further, of course, ran across synonyms. And these words give a really good brain wrap on where we're going with this concept of spelling beyond just spitting out the letters of a word, mechanically spitting them out. Um, synonyms are curse, incantation, which is based on the word cantar, to sing. Those of you that know your Latin or Spanish or Italian. And another set to other synonyms that I found that were interesting were blessing and benediction all related to spiritual practices, which we'll touch on as we go through this. So it behooved me to look at the etymology, in other words, the origin of the word spell, S-P-E-L-L. -L. And I'm gonna read a little bit, made it shorter. In Middle English, spell meant to mean or to signify, which probably developed from an Anglo-French L'espalière itself from a middle high German word called spellen, which means to relate or to talk. The spell in modern English, though, came to eventually mean to read slowly letter by letter. So spell, spelling or spell referring to magic incantation is of a different origin. That word, the incantation version of the word spelling, that word is strictly Germanic from the noun spell, S-P-E-L, one L, not, not two, and refers to talking, storytelling, gossiping, or a sermon. Again, another spiritual teaching practice that circles back around. So where I went next with this was Tara, Tara wrote something. Iris, are you aware that Facebook said you were on tonight at 1030? Yeah, I'm fixing that. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, I see yeah. You got her. You got it. I'm looking at the page and it says 930. I wonder if the time change this week messed it up. <clears throat> it be because it's, it's showing 930 on everything. Um, yeah. Tara, maybe your computer is manually set to the time. That might be an individual thing. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So what is derivative of the word spell that would be relevant to what we're talking about? I found it interesting that a, another word that is a derivative of spell is gospel. I went digging. I found the word speller. I had not seen the word speller. I looked up its definition. A speller is a preacher a minister, or a mystic person who speaks. And that is a speller. Of course, spellbound, spell check, spiel, 
which is a sales pitch to control your perception of an item being sold and also to dispel, to break up a belief system or to break up, to uh, do away with, dispel something and break, break the incantation on it. So where I'm going with this is, uh, okay, Tara says she's on her phone. I got it. Okay. Where I'm going with this is when you spell something out, this is the basic premise that started this whole concept for this episode of our podcast. When you spell something out, a name, the, the an acronym for something or whatever, your own name, something else, a noun, when you spell something out, you are actually invoking energetic reactions when you spell it out beyond just spitting out letters. And that's that power is a lot more pervasive and inclusive all across our culture and our language than we're vaguely aware of normally. So we came up with some examples. SMS language. Do you know what SMS stands for? Does it does, does I don't if I don't know any comments if anybody wants to throw that out. But to make it quicker for us, it stands for short message service. But you see SMS as an abbreviation for texting, all right, for messaging on Facebook or other places, chat room stuff. SMS languaging has a new language all itself via AI, also <laughs> known as artificial intelligence, but we know it as AI, and you are inside, I am right now inciting AI by saying that. And some examples of this are like BFF, LOL. What are some others uh, that you like using? What are some that you like using? Some short, we call them shortcuts. I see them all the time. One of the ones I see a lot is uh, JK for just kidding. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And ROFL. And then there's one Rolling that's like laughing. really long that I saw somebody post the other day and it's like rolling on the floor laughing my ass and off. doing something and something and something and peeing in my pants or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, how long did it take a person to figure that one out? It's almost as long as the acronym is almost as long as the words. WTF, um, OMG. W oh my God. -E what, what, what the F? I mm -hmm. know, right? IKR. I know, right? Uh, an old school one, TGIF. Oh, yeah. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, it became a restaurant. TGI Fridays, they capitalized on that big time. So spelling stuff out is a obviously a very large and intense and an integrally important part of our modern day-to-day -day thinking, communicating on an hourly, minute-by-minute, second-by-second, person-to-person basis. This isn't just a classroom thing learning how to spell words. Where SMS language in, in, integratively uses all these, these abbreviations that eventually you have to be savvy to if you really want to use it much, such as texting or messaging. Um, another place that it's widely used in a place of power are the alphabet agencies. What are some alphabet agencies, guys? Can 
you're in the comments section. Anybody got a favorite alphabet agency? <laughs> I'm gonna scroll down so I can see it. Yeah, TTYL is a is a yep, that's another SMS language. IKR, I know, right? I see that. Oh my gosh, talk to you later. Uh smack my head. Tara says smack my head. Yep. Shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, shaking my head. Smack my head. I, I think smack my head's better. Shake <laughs> <laughs> my head is probably a lot more accurate. Thank you. <laughs> what are, when we say alphabet agencies, guys, do you know what they're talking about when they call it an alphabet agency? One of my favorite quotes is uh, Agent Starling from the FBI. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, whoa! Anthony Hopkins and <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. There you go. And Randy threw up another one that I hadn't thought we hadn't thought of yet. NWO. Do you know what that stands for? New World Order. That's right. Yeah, New World Order. Other alphabet agencies. Let me rattle off some typical ones. CIA. My sister got a few. Yeah. There you go. CIA, FBI, IRS. Uh, I. Oh God, yeah. That there's a big one. Yep, IRS. Those are those are alphabet agencies, but there's more. The ACLU, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, the CDC. Ugh. All the time, CDC and <laughs> NRA, WHO? National Rifle Association, WHO. Yes, we don't call them World Health Organization. I can't KCC for. I don't even know what those letters stand for. Somebody out there, IBM. Yep, that's company name. USPS, the U.S. Postal. UPS, USPS and UPS. Yep, FedEx is a shorter version. We're going to talk about that. Um, shorter uh, letters that co come back to names. All right, so you guys get it. <clears throat> in day-to-day -day conversation, even on an international scale, they don't call it the United Nations. They call it the UN. They don't call it the European Union. They refer to it as the EU, such as in Brexit. Brexit, this Great Britain decided not to join at the last minute, decided to not join the EU. And they don't even explain what the EU is anymore in, in international news. They just say the, in the, the EU decided to da 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 da. So it, this is an international thing too, to bring us into just letters, just letters spelling things out even if it's just a name in an initialized and in an acronym you're still invoking the energy that that entity entails let's go a little further into day-to-day -day life even in the past we mentioned texting but let's go back uh, when everything was pen and paper uh, more or less all right look in postal things and state names do you call it North Carolina on paper or do you write NC? Do you write the name of your your road where you live, uh, Main Street? Do you spell out street or do you call it ST? Do you live on Jones Road? Do you spell R-O-A-D or do you write R-D? You know, drive, D-R, Parkway, P-K-W-Y, Court, C-T. Some people put C-R-T, NASA. There you go. There's another one. DS, DS stand. Everybody knows that that likes the uh, really cool uh, conspiracy theory. Um, although whether or not it's theory is a whole nother discussion. But yeah, the DS refers to a specific group. 
and POTUS. Yes, that's something I'm going to refer to later, too. Well, yeah, and even the, look the at how it's creeped into television names. NYPD, CSI. Yes, good examples. Perfect. Yeah, you. Do, yep, if you say CSI, people automatically defer to knowing that you're talking about criminal investigation in a forensic Forensic scale, be it social or 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 uh, medical, uh -huh. um, for, for you know social forensics or medical forensics. All right, so it's everywhere. Airports in in Los Angeles, they call it LAX. They don't say they they don't say Los Angeles Airport. In Greensboro, they talk about the PTI, and everybody knows about the famous airport called the JFK. We're not referring to them as airports. We're referring to them as letters. We're spelling their names. News stations, radio stations, they all go by call signs, WFMY. Famous one from television, WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Remember that one from the 70s and 80s? That was such Air an accurate show. <laughs> you know what? Entirely accurate show. CNN, what are some others, guys? You're on a roll with the, with listing stuff. You're doing great here. Well, you got ABC, um, AMC. You know, when you look at the channels, the CW, which is now is it CW now? Was it used to be something else? Used um, to be the WB. Yeah. At one point, it was the WB, the Warner Brothers. PBS. PBS, NBC, CBS, ABC. These are all top channels. And we're not saying the American Broadcast Company, we're saying ABC. We're not saying we're not saying National Broadcast Company, we're saying NBC when we talk about them. Central Wonder Broadcast, what yeah. And a lot of people yes. don't realize like what the symbols mean that go with those different letters. Low, the I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the all seeing eye and one of them. CNN has a bunch of stuff running with it. It goes on and on and on. Turkeys don't yeah. fly. <laughs> Somebody remembers something about yeah KRP. the WKRP show. Yeah, you're absolutely. <laughs> Frozen turkeys do not fly, especially. Antifa is yeah. That's that's a shorter an acronym. Absolutely, I'm surprised they're not going by the AF, but something else may have that one. Air Force. <laughs> and the Estra, the USAF, and that's where we're going next. Um, medical jargon. PRN means take daily. You know this. OTC, over the counter. SOB, that means short of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a nurse that doesn't like the patient. <laughs> you put it in the chart. Yeah, in the psych word. <laughs> BP. And women, some men and women sometimes get UTIs or URIs, upper respiratory infections. Women have PMS. <laughs> right. They're not going through, you know, uh, menstruation or their period or or having, you know, emotional days. They're they're having PMS. It's spelling it out. You're invoking something stronger than just the concept by spelling it out because the act of spelling itself is an incantation invoking energies to persuade your target listener, which is your audience or your deity, if you're praying or if you're talking to a human, depending on who's your audience and invoking them to, to latch in, to plug in to the concept quickly 
and that's key as well, to pl plug in quickly to the concept that you're trying to talk about. Stat. Or, <laughs> stat, yes. That's another um, good thing. has got MRI and Tara's got ICE, ICE. Yep. Those are, yeah, MRIs are magnetic resonance in, uh, imaging. And ICE, I'm thinking she's referring to the international um, political. Uh, the, but there is an ICE for medical purposes. It's. Uh, so context there makes a difference. Yes. <laughs> All right. So it's a, there's a medical elevate. There's something compression, elevation, and something I can't remember what it stands for, but I know there's a. Uh, it's like when yeah, you get a sprain, uh, you ice it or something. I can't remember. It, there's a sequence to it. Uh, MR, MREs, uh, meals ready to eat, is another military thing, and of course, all of the military USA is spelled out. We don't say United States hardly. Uh, sometimes we say America. But that actually oh. includes Canada and Mexico. Tara did mean the immigration office. I was thinking we were talking about medical stuff, and but she did mean the immigration. See, there's another, yep, context again. So, yep, there's another uh, application for ICE. Rice um, is the one else. <laughs> right? Rest and, uh, yeah. Rest, rest elevation, cool stuff. I, yeah. you know, cold stuff. All right. So. I'm looking at my notes here. Police and military jargon is rife with this. I mean, they even use numbers as well as letters. 10-4, what's your 10-20, good stuff like that. But there's actually tons and tons of, you know, of military and police, PDQ, um, and so on. And what doing this research, it brought to mind a famous scene from a Robin Williams movie called Good Morning Vietnam. And I'm sure most of you guys hey, are aware Cindy. of it. Hey, uh, all right. Hey, Cindy. All right, so we've got a clip from the scene that Robin Williams did making fun of all the anacronyms that the military uses during that movie. And why is it not? It's about 10 seconds long. Oh, yeah. here it is. Okay. All right. I'm getting there. Wait just a sec. That's all right. <laughs> and, oh, there it goes. Okay. P. Richard Nixon will <laughs> arrive here this week. Drywoods. I've assigned you to cover the PC. He likes to say PC instead of press conference. And if you do, and if you do, and if you do happen to speak with him, please be polite and to the point at all times. Affirmative, sir. Affirmative, sir. Good. Okay. The former VP will be here on Friday. <laughs> I expect every minute of the VP's PC to be taped and broadcast within 12 hours of his arrival. Something funny, Garlic. But perhaps you'd like to share it with the rest of us. No, sir. The former vice president is a delight, sir. Excuse me, sir. Seeing as how the VP is such a VIP, shouldn't we keep the PC on the QT? Because if it leaks to the VC, you can end up an MIA and then we'd all be put on KP. And there it is. <laughs> Ours go ahead and fade to black on that or okay. whatever you need to do. Oh, wait a I would like to I leave the room. Oh, boy. yes, sir. <laughs> 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 I 
is coming back. Sorry there about that. <laughs> I hit the wrong That's button. Right. I hit, you knocked you out of my preview. <laughs> no worries. So, you know, KP, VIP, um, on and on and on with the acronyms AMP. We, in day-to-day conversation, we're accustomed to, instead of saying daytime, nighttime, we say a.m. and p.m. Spelling is freaking everywhere in our day-to-day life. So <clears throat> what um, we're going towards a little bit further, hi, Lee, and yep, Cindy joined us too. And what we're going towards further is what kinds of powers does this have? Um, and Tara, Tara mentioned, where is it? There. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. Sometimes we go so far into spelling that some letters, when they're put together, are actually short for other words and become new names, such as Otus, P O T U S, SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, and even LUA, L E W A, our Light and Energy Workers Association that's based in the triad in North Carolina. So, where else, and the notes I have on this is where we're going next. Saying someone's name actually casts a spell on multiple levels of consciousness. In this culture, you are your name. Your name actually represents you on paper, among humans and crowds, at work, on social media. When your name pop- pops up, people know that the entity attached to it is in contact with it, if not live. Also, in this culture, someone says your name, they have your full attention, they have your full intent, they have all of your energy, which is where all things manifest from, the moment they say your name. Everything we care about has a name or a label, and to call it that name or that label to your call it to your presence, to your mind activates the awareness and all things generate from awareness just from saying the name or spelling it. In some cultures, you're not even allowed to know the real name of other people until your family. And this is true in East India, in Eastern India or India, East India, India, Elephant India. Uh, Some indigenous tribes and cultures, you don't ever tell anyone your birth name because then that person has power over you and literally they can cast a spell just because they know your name. Um, Some probing type questions I wanted to throw out there based on some of this information and speculation we're doing this evening. Do you find yourself, the people, I'm talking to our audience as well as each other, but do you find yourself drawn to other people who have the same name that you do? Are you more likely to talk to another Iris? Are you more likely to talk to another Cindy or another Tara or another Randy or another Angie, given two or three people? Because you have a commonality, there's a bonding energy going on there. Or... Was there a time and a place that you hated your name? Or you changed your name? Or you changed how you spell it? Why? Why did you do that? I 
Mm-hmm. I had an experience. I had two yeah. different experiences. One was in high school. There was another girl. She had been a year ahead of me in junior high school. And then when we went to high school, she had flunked a grade and we were in the same homeroom. Okay. And um, and I found out she was there when the teacher kept calling my name and I'd put my raise my hand and she go, oh my God, is your name Iris too? And I'm like, yeah. And she said, well, and I said, don't tell me she's in here too. Because the, the girl would wow. get in trouble and then my like she'd ha- she'd end up being on the suspension list and i'd have to go get a pass to show my teachers that i wasn't the one suspend and i just got to where i resented the the only time i talked to her that i actually enjoyed the conversation was at graduation when we were sitting side by side <laughs> oh and it was like okay yeah, I, I forgave yeah. a little bit of it you know but then years later i was working in an office and one of the women I worked with had a friend named Iris. And Iris, I answered the phone one day and um, said, you know, this is Iris. And she goes, Iris, this is Iris. You know, and we <laughs> kind of laughed about it. And she said, don't you just love your name? And I said, well, you know, I've always been self-conscious of it. You know, she said, don't you collect irises? Don't you? And I said, no. And she said, oh, you have to. You have to enjoy it, embrace it. And she sent me an envelope with some iris stickers in them. And that got me started. I started collecting iris stuff and really enjoying my name more. And so that's kind of fun. Yeah. It is. It is. Angie uh, has a story too. She said when she was a young child, she didn't like the Rolling Stones song that she was named after angie <laughs> angie and i don't know i don't know looking back it's actually a good song lol randy and britain means yes randy man is a physical and a very affectionate man <laughs> He's enjoying of the flesh, absolutely. I'm feeling right, Brandy, and we should go shagging. <laughs> Not going to the beach and dancing. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh. I, I don't know if you froze up or if we froze up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Margaret, did I lose you? I think we fro- I froze up. You, I can hear you a little bit. Now you're back. Okay. Now good. you're back. Am I back yet? You're back. There, good. We're back. back. All right, cool. Okay. So I was thinking um, the spy who shagged me, the, the parody that Michael Myers oh, yes. did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. And see, people are using their spelling initials right down there. They're L-A-M-L-O-L-L-M-A-O. Just avoid the fags and cigarettes. Yeah, which are cigarettes in British slang. Absolutely. Absolutely. So she froze up. Yep. Yep. We're catching up on that cool stuff. Hopefully we're not frozen to you guys anymore. Yeah. And yep. And a lot of people are rolling on the floor. Absolutely. So, all right. So, 
It's five after 10. I know some people have asked us to run longer and we naturally are running longer than our original 30 minutes. But what I wanted to wrap this around to um, is to bring out, a, revisit a little bit of what I said here. Have you ever changed your name or changed how you spelled it and why? And this speaks to the energy that you associate to those letters to that name. For example, my mother's name, she was born K-A-R-L-I-N. And she changed it to L-Y-N because she felt L-Y-N was more effeminate. She felt L-I-N spelling was more masculine. Mm -hmm. And she changed it. And she changed it. Um, Tara, I think your name is a spiritual name. I don't, you know, it's up to you if you want to bring that up. But you changed to Tara for a reason. Um, a lot of my spiritual teachers, they go by names that are not their birth names. Um, Nella Silverspear is not her birth name. It's her chosen name. It's a name that the spirits gave her. And I've always, okay. like, then when I went out, when I got more and more advanced with uh, astral travel and listening to the other side, I found out that Margot is actually my name on the other side as well. So apparently my parents heard it right. <laughs> my dad heard it first and then my mom. But spelling of that changes. Um, I don't use G-O-T. I don't use E-A-U-X. <laughs> <laughs> And when people spell it that way, trying to be polite, that's sweet, that's fine. But I replied M-A-R-G-O so they could see it because, well, Go-Go was one of my nicknames in college. <laughs> so, yeah, that's changing your name. That's spelling it differently. So what you associate, I mean, this is, you know, a little bit of information for introspection for our, you know, for our listeners and for ourselves, and I'm looking at the comments here, LEA, Love of Excellence and Abundance is Lee's name, very cool, oh, too wow. close to hammer, too close to hammer, honey, hammer is a power symbol, there is nothing wrong with women being associated to power symbols. <laughs> well, and you know, uh, Armand Hammer was the guy's real mm -hmm. name, yep. A-R-M-O-N, Armin is a name, think, and then Hammer yeah. was his last name. Yeah, and he created a whole product that's taken us through many, many years. And Lisa, she appreciates her name now be Carter for the good man she married, and it's easier to spell than Crandall. Absolutely. <laughs> well, why? Why Why is a culture, and me too, my maiden name was Shankland. I was very happy to marry Ross and then eventually a Sears both of which are a hell of a lot easier than Shankland over and over and over people because it's hearing it and spelling it are two different things in the deep south <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, <laughs> as many women with unusual names know and I so I feel you Lee absolutely but why is that an issue why because the spelling of it is a tedious process hearing it translating it to saying it translating it to our hands to write it we're taught 
that that's a tedious thing. We're into SMM, we're into texting, we're into short letters, we're into our initials. You're not Lee Crandall, you're LCC on text. And I, you know, I'm MRS or MS, depending on um, who's typing me. So Cindy said something, we don't know why people change their names. I think it's a, I think it's personas. Personal decision. Personal decision. I've known Iris since I was 10 years old. Uh -huh. <laughs> she knows a lot. Oh, yeah. and, and of course she has the one name, it's all you need. <laughs> I don't believe that people are focusing on their names. It's about who we are on the inside. Yes. And that's what we're hoping for. Cindy, you're right on target. Um, Lee says her name has served her well. She wants less hammer and more love. <laughs> Uh, honey, if you play your cards right, you can have both at the same time. <laughs> You're a married woman, you should be able to figure that one out. <laughs> oh, you went there. Yes, I went there. <laughs> and I know that Lee's cool. <laughs> Lee can ride that train, too. I know she can. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So... Tie, tying back to what what else we were saying with names and so on, yeah, you can go down that road about thinking about what the letters mean in your name and so on. And there's a and there's obviously a ton more information that we could go into about that. However, we found more information even further um, about there are other spells that are issued in the form of prayers, benedictions, songs, and chants, and doing, whoop, hang on a second, my notes moved around just a little bit. Uh, when we use in songs, they are special words, sounds, or notes. By the way, how do we label notes? Dare say we use letters, A, <laughs> note of A, note of B, note of C, flat, sharp, yada, yada, yada. Back to letters again. You're spelling when you do this. Same thing with the chakras. The chakras are associated to those notes as well. But so these types of magic spells are words spoken or sung to cause the listener to think or feel or, or think or feel specific things in subconscious ways. Music moves us in certain ways. Chanting definitely is designed to move you in a certain way. Well, and think about chanting. <clears throat> and I want to bring it in for a minute before I yeah. get ready to wrap up. But no, it's a good. Think about the chanting that is done now on the streets and in protests. And yeah. what are people trying to call forth? And what are they trying? What emotion it brings about? And yes. um, the purpose. Bingo. Yeah. So, Bingo. yeah. So it all yeah. comes together. Those people are are casting spells. There's a reason why spells and spelling are the same word. You're casting a spell when you're spelling and or chanting and or singing or saying names. These are all practices that are closely associated and tied together. Thank you for bringing up that clarity. That's excellent tie-in. Yeah. Um, I mean, and think about even simple things like when you're, you know, be all that you can be. Everybody knows, oh, that's that army commercial or um, logos, slogans, logos and slogans and um, have a Coke and a smile. Even people yeah. that, that never heard that knows 
have heard it sooner or later in, in antiquity commercials. Yeah. Yes. And, rap music and, is chanting. Yes. Tara right. says and rap so music simple, is chanting. Yes, it is. Yes. And so, and then when you think about, um, you know, uh, uh, make love, not war and uh, flower power and <clears throat> all those things have, have energy and connotation with them that when they're said, people immediately get an emotion with that. Um, and it's meant to instigate feelings and actions and emotions from people. So, you know, and sometimes you might ask, well, who created this and what was the purpose? The great I am. <laughs> yeah. Tying into what Randy just wrote over there in comments. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. The bottom, the I am the great I am. Cindy, Cindy wrote you a love note, sweetie. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> she did. Cindy wrote you a love note. Good night, Cindy. So, Thank you for night. joining us. Good night, Cindy. We're almost done. So, Lee, you said, are you two willing to share what your daily spiritual practice is like and how you stay connected? Sure. We can do an episode on that. It's actually, it's very simple for me. So if we both do it, yeah, yeah, yeah um, we can lead some meditations or whatever. Um, personally, I prefer drumming. My favorite, drumming circles around a fire. It's very much my favorite. Obviously, that's more of an in-person thing, but there's day-to-day -day ones. Happy to share the practices that we do happy to share that absolutely um so was that is that lee does that answer your question i mean is it okay if we do an episode on that let <laughs> us know in the comments absolutely or were you wanting some sort of specific answer right now so while lee is far formulating that we'll talk about where this is going so chance and music is a whole nother barrel of magic that Iris found wonderful information, some great examples to bring home some points. Therefore, we generated a part two that we're going to talk about this next week, November 11, as a continuation of this spelling starting out, but we're going to go deeper. And quite frankly, we're going to get a little dicier and we might end up stepping on a few toes because what, what she dug up yeah, uh, has some controversy to it. Of course, we're going to approach it with a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Always. <clears throat> Life is just there, too yeah. damn short not to be funny. <laughs> too short. Absolutely. I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, then then God knows you need to go ahead and start digging. Because <laughs> you're already, you already got one foot in the grave. And you're so, not going to get out alive anyway. So. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know the irony of that just bounces all over the place. So, yeah, so we're going to get a little bit spicier about this because she did find some controversy you know, in there with about the music, and you guys are already on board. You mentioned you know rap is a type of you know, type of chanting, but there's even more. That's just one. You know, rap is just one tiny piece of the picture. So think about uh, tying into music too, prayers, hymns. How many of you are Catholic origin or Jewish origin or any certain types of Protestants? Do you have prayers that you've memorized or hymnal songs that you've memorized? <laughs> um, the serenity prayer, people in the 12-step program, God give me, uh, God grant me the serenity. Uh -huh. 
uh, power, power, serenity, power, and wisdom to know the difference, yada, yada, yada. Your subconscious is tapped in with these. That's a chant. That's a prayer. That's a benediction. That's a spell. So it goes on and on and on. But we're going to expand on this more with music. Iris, I, I, I hear something bubbling up. Yes, here. I know. I can't. I, I got to say it because you're talking about chants. And, and, and when I'm when I'm like feeling punchy, you know, and, and, and trying to be very uh, pumping circumstances and whatever, you know, I'll do this thing like, um, uh, or I'll, I'll, I might go to one of the kids or something and go, I love hominy and grits <laughs> <laughs> or I like Oreos and milk. <laughs> Little blessing thing, but I don't know what the words are. <laughs> dominus, dominus, the Latin one. I think I play dominoes well. <laughs> what was there's another one my husband hated it when I did it the first time because he was like, That's a little blasphemous. Don't do that in front of Catholics. <laughs> my dad's Catholic, but what it was was spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch. <laughs> Testicles, testicles, wallet, watch. You're checking for all your shit. <laughs> if you leave the church, spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch. I'm good. <laughs> Back at you. Go ahead, Padre. See you on the flip side next week. <laughs> yeah, some people have uh, the game operation. I like gesticulation. <laughs> <laughs> for good measure oh my goodness oh my goodness oh that was good stuff oh, all right God. so guys we're good we're at 10 we're at 10 18 so, stay tuned next week november 11 yes and guys keep anchoring the light we know the nation is in a liminal space and that is l-i-m-n-a-l to spell it Think about everybody who's in ASL. That's all spelling, it's even the symbols uh, that go past the, the alphabet. But liminal space is the magic space between. It's the magic space between. This is where all manifesting happens in liminal space. That can be dawn and dusk. It could be a doorway between rooms. It can be the quiet time between thoughts. It can be the quiet time between your waking time and your meditation time. When you have a reading and you're quietly reflecting before you speak about it, that's a liminal space. Uh, stairways are liminal space between floors. Oh, Elevators man. are liminal space between you know, elevations, floors. Anything that's a between space is sacred space. The shore between the ocean and the land, that's why we do weddings there is liminal space. This is a point, place of power. We're sitting in a liminal space in our society in time right now between presidents, between elections, between the old regime and the new regime, even on you know, a theoretical level, conspiratorial level. <clears throat> this means we're in a place of power. So don't be nervous. There's, it's not gonna serve you. Instead, serve everybody and yourself and keep anchoring the light. Keep anchoring yeah. the light. Yeah. And Namaste. Blessings, blessings to everybody. 
Thank we you. We love so you. Much. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate Absolutely. everybody tuning in tonight. And I love Randy's last comment. This was good for my soul. You know, it's good for oh. our soul too, Randy. And we appreciate it. We, we Absolutely. Really, really do. So, keep laughing, guys. Keep thinking peaceful thoughts. Keep making fun of shit, but keep it in your head. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> Not like me. I just blurt it out. But... <laughs> Hey, if you want to blurt it out, I'm just just a little bit of you know mom advice. <laughs> Stay happy. Stay yeah. happy. Stay happy. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much. Bye, right, guys. Thank you, Iris. Thank you. Bye, honey. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for The Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons. You can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Eyes of Indigo. Copyright 2020, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears.